You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it. We gonna finish. Punkomania and all you little punkomaniacs. Punk off maniacs. It's episode 70. 70? 70. 70? I'm dude, just realizing I'm doing kind of more macho man than, than, than the Hulkster. Than, if, the, than the Hulkster. If the Hulkster and Macho Man had a baby. <laughs> well, they did. It was the superpowers. What's your name? I don't know. See, that's yeah. I didn't think this bit far enough through. The... Yeah. Okay. Once again, I'm Dan Destroyer, <laughs> and welcome to Jackass. And I am the often imitated, never duplicated, the ravishing Chris Crude. <laughs> so yeah. Once again, we're back down in the dank, deep oh, bowels of hearts unknown, of hearts unknown, hearts unknown. <laughs> Yeah, I put a little bit of liquor in my frappe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, really frap you up. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just punch drunk, I guess. I did slap myself in the, in the face several times to get worked up before starting the podcast. That's that's not usually what I got to punch to get worked up, but. The mm. dump bum. See, you're not sitting on a drums. Uh, see, missed opportunity. He's not. For once, usually when we're in the bowels. Of Parts Unknown. He's actually sitting at his kit, his drum kit. He is not. He's sitting in front of it today. So, he cannot do the rim shot quite as well. There you go. Delayed. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh... It's been over a month. It's been a while. And, uh... It's been since April. We skipped a whole month of May. And here we yeah, are. Yeah, we did. Beginning of June. It's officially summertime, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it would officially be so. And, but, uh, but if you stay up at night and sleep during the day, do seasons really matter? No. I think days of the week quit mattering after a while as well. Funny thing about working weekends, about working when you're unemployed... About not working when you're yeah. unemployed? Something, something, something. I think uh, Primus once said, being unemployed doesn't mean quite so much except you get to hang out for your working with your working friends on weekends. Weekends don't mean quite so much except you get to hang out with your working friends. What song was that? Oh, it was one of the outro songs on, uh, uh, like, uh, the Frizzle Fry or something, I think. Okay. 
Because for me, I just like, have. Uh, or no, no, no. Nor was it uh, Caesar. She's like to defy oh, the laws. Oh, was To oh, defy yeah. the laws of tradition. Yeah. Something like that. That's right. Okay. I'm just going much later with who's going to write Bodacious, who's going to take him down. Because <laughs> I think every band should have a, a song about a famous bull that is in the rodeo. Yeah, it's just me. Okay, we'll get this train rolling here. Sounds like all sounds like bull to me. We'll get this train rolling here. So, uh, yeah, um, where to start? Oh man, you know what? Let's start here. Have you seen the firings WWE has done this week? I mean, they got rid of real people, not just jobbers. Lana. Yeah, which was, which was interesting because, like, almost all of them recently had been hiding backstage. You know, they've been redoing their characters, and they've all, like, within the last month or so, they've all come back. Mm-hmm. Like renewed with new angles and things like that, putting them in new storylines, and then they're cut. <laughs> yeah, because I heard about the first round, and there were still some, you know, big enough names in that. But then the second came around, and they, I heard they got like Ruby Riot, Lana. I mean, some people that actually were bigger. Although with Lana, you know, she's just gonna go to AEW. You know, Mira's just gonna get her a job. There, I mean, I mean, and really, it's best for her safety because the only really thing she did was had Nia Jax slam her through the announcer table. I think damn near five or six weeks in a row. That was like the running gag. Every yeah. time they tried to do something, Lana would slam her through a table, or Lana would get slammed through a table. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, that's Alice, the thing. Alistair Black. Yeah. You know, he was off for a while. He started coming back with little stories and. In the wrestling, in the vignettes. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know what uh, why WWE's hurting so bad, but I don't know. They're well. Well, I rumor, know rumor is rumor is they're trying to be sold. They're getting sold. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of some people and clean up their accounting and books and things <coughs> like that. And who's who's gonna buy them? And no, oh, is it is it is it gonna be Disney? Is it gonna be like, uh, wow, can you imagine if Disney bought WWE? Well, they, I, I they, mean, they're, they're already editing all of like true. their Attitude Era on, the, on the network gonna, they're on. That is true. It's not going to be a huge change, but yeah, I don't know. Which is good because that'll just make AEW more popular. But. So yeah, but yeah, like I said, I, I found it interesting. With and, the, they're they're going the WCW route and hiring all the retired WWE people. Big Show and Mark Henry. And I'll tell you what, in the long run, it's kind of a smart move because you've got these guys that know enough. They can bring shit to the table. And I think a lot of these guys are also kind of mentoring the younger guys that are coming in. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a smart move. Paul White's not my favorite, but I have watched, uh, what is it, one of these, uh, After Dark. And he, he does a pretty good job on commentary, so. And it sounds like he's also kind of helping coach some of these other guys as far as their gimmicks and everything and, you know, well, how to sell things. I, I don't know about that because <laughs> I'm just a poor, poor, poor Southern lawyer. <laughs> uh, before, 
before we came over here and met up for the podcast, I was flipping around on some of my streaming channels, and they had UCW, like Universal Championship Wrestling from the 80s, mm-hmm. and they had matches with, uh, there was a Lumberjack match with Cactus Jack and <laughs> Jimmy Superfly Snooka. There's Ken Patera and Billy Jack Haynes. Oh, and yeah. God. They had some of that, the old good, good stuff. So as I was watching that to get primed up before I came over here. Then last night while I was playing video games and listening to YouTube channels, I listened to Doug Stanhope hour-long set and some Norm McDonald's. So I'm primed. I'm ready. Okay. You know, everything I heard, I've probably forgotten by now. But, you know, I have primed up for this. Okay. Yeah, earlier in the week I was going to take notes and then never did. And so now I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants so to speak but but uh, uh i'm trying to think piss um, poor planning yes. prevents perfect what's what's the last word performance yes is that right, the five p's that you got to worry about i think so sorry i've also got a the enormous freaking headache at the moment because i'm sitting here sucking on a frappe and went a little too fast and now i got a fucking headache so <laughs> But <laughs> sucking on a frappe, that reminds me of uh, ah, of, the, of a meme going around a while ago. It was uh, the one guy sings Jack and Diane, but the whole song is nothing but sucking on a chili dog. Oh, yeah, that made the I had one of my and friends. That's that was, like yeah. 10 minutes long, just sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Yeah, I got in front sucking of Sucking on a chili dog. Really sucking on a whole, chili dog. I think every sucking on a chili dog meme he could find, he posted, so... <laughs> After a while, I'm like, okay. We know you like chili dogs. So, going back, I did not get to watch the AEW pay-per-view. I did see some highlights from it. I kind of wish I... Did I. I. Um, the... <coughs> Kenny Omega, Pack the Bastard, and uh, Orange Cassidy match was actually really good. I did see a little bit of that. I didn't get catch the whole thing, but... Um, Reminds me of another thing I want to highly recommend for Orange Cassidy. I'll go back to. Um, I still kind of figured in the end Omega was going to win. He wasn't going to give up that title yet. Whatever angle they're running right now with him with the multiple belts and multiple federations thing. Which, (coughs) as many different federations he's wrestled, it's kind of believable. But, you know, him turning heel, I knew that was coming too. So... I do like Omega's wrestling style. He really wasn't one of my favorites early on, but you got no opinion. You look like you want to say something, but you're just not sure. I wanted to like the guy. He just reminds me of an 80s pedophile, and he only has, like... The hair doesn't help. People always bitch on Hulk Hogan. It's like, <coughs> it's like he only seems to have, like, Two moves. Well, Hogan's... Hogan's... Omega Omega punches a lot and has that kick or that knee to the face that he's at, the V-trigger, which is... Oh, he also does the one-winged angel and the what's the other finisher. Well, which I thought was interesting because... A lot of uh, like fighting video games like uh, Virtual Fighter, which which I wanted to say, if you're on PlayStation or on the network, yeah, Virtual Fighter, like the new Stega remake, the remaster is free. 
Okay. You can download it for free. If you're a PlayStation Plus member? Yes. Okay. If you want to get, like, thousands of old school textures and songs and... I've seen they're doing that, a lot That's of a DLC. It's it's 10 bucks to download I, all the old... I think I got on about... Cosmetics. A, about a week ago and updated a bunch of my shit, but that was as far as I got. I didn't play anything on there. Well... I've been trying to go old console, but anyway, go ahead. My 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 point I was going with was, yeah, Kay Omega, V Trigger, which came from the video games, and he was wrestling in Japan the whole time, where a lot of the video games are made, and like a lot of the wrestlers, a lot of the video game characters are either drawn from yeah. wrestlers in New Japan or. You know, yeah. whether who had influence on who the game or the wrestler or the wrestler that gave you, know, I'm not yeah. quite sure. I'm just saying there's a lot of symmetry. There's probably somebody that did a documentary on it somewhere, but I just haven't seen it. I was going to say something about documentary, but I forgot which one I watched last time. Um, I did watch one on Stone Cold finally because I lost. What is it? What? Uh, what? Amy. Was doing a thing on right. The I, I lost A E for a while. That. We have it now again through the packages we have. So I've not <coughs> watched a lot of them. I did watch the Stone Cold one because even the wife would actually sit there and watch that one with me. Yeah. That one was pretty. I watched that one. I've, I've pretty much seen them all, but between uh, like uh, uh, like Vice Television has like yeah behind, Dark Side of the Ring Dark Side of the Ring and Andy's I've doing... not seen season two I've seen season one not so, seen season two but yet. Uh, yeah an interesting one I watched the one on the Macho Man it's pretty much rehashed a lot of stories but one thing I did find you know everybody's talking about like how everybody was like on cocaine in the eighties and nineties and things but. Macho and his girls, his favorite drugs, they were doing, like, ecstasy every day. And he's, oh, Macho Man's fanny pack had $1,000 worth of it. Why am I like, not surprised in some All right, way. well, okay. I just figured it was cocaine by the, just, you know, when you watch his promos, that says cocaine to me half the time with, the, <laughs> with a lot of the promos he's cutting. But I guess ecstasy kind of makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, where do you go from here? Uh, but, uh, Macho okay. Man on Ecstasy. Yeah. What's next? So going back uh, to... Way back. Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Um, I, 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 I watch a lot of his independent matches. I actually a lot, watch a lot of just independent wrestling matches on YouTube in general. The one channel I subscribe to, and uh, they have like three different names. I'll have to look them up. But it's all the same company, and it's a lot of them AEW farm from because Brian Cage is in it, um, Chuck Taylor's in it. Uh, who else? There's just a lot of them. Where Moxley was wrestling in it at one point. Uh, so it's oh shit, I just forgot his name. Yeah, Moxley's buddy, the other guy who would probably refer to himself as Peckerwood off TV. Um, Ah, fuck, I can't think of his name. You know that I got you wear FUBU stuff a lot, and God, I can't, his name just went right out of my fucking head. I'll think of it later. But anyway, a lot of those it's guys not the right. one that he did all the hardcore matches with. Yeah, because actually, when he came to AEW, the two of them were feuding, but now they're teamed up trying to take down uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Um, ah, crap. Okay, see, can you feel time? 
<laughs> Can I fill time? Well, so, I know that you've got a... Did anybody out there been uh, doing job interviews lately? Is doing remote interviews, like uh, re- recording yourself and sending the information... Uploading it to the company is—is—is is, is, is that a new thing? Is that a—that's—that's that's not a final interview, is it? That's just a way to weed out people I think who so. they want to interview. There is a lot more people that are doing that now. I can't tell you that even from because I figured out if I'm gonna do some of them, I had to do one of those the other day. I—I uh, I hung a—I hung a bed sheet for a background, so there wasn't a bunch of crazy things it's behind just me. Stuff, yeah, and. Uh, Found out I didn't have I didn't have a proper microphone. I yeah I've got a like a PlayStation headset with uh, headphones and speaker and everything, but I didn't have a proper microphone. So I sent out to buy one. It's a pretty nice one actually. It's a it's a Yeti, a Nano, one of their smaller ones, and you can set it to just where you have uh, like uh, voice like direct from the front, or you can set it to where you have like surround the entire yeah there, there's two different settings for what the microphone picks up and even though my computer windows knew I had a microphone set up to it it was not capturing any vocals it was not capturing any noise now I was sitting there running trying to figure out what the hell was going on I actually read the instructions <laughs> that didn't help went to the company's website that didn't help so then what do you do? Up, oh, start looking up YouTube videos. And after about the fourth one, I finally figured it out. It was a Windows issue. You actually have to go into window, like, microphone privacy settings. Oh, okay, yeah. Turn on your microphone, and then adjust what apps you're going to let the microphone interface with. Uh, and after you. that, you know, it, it took me a greater part of an afternoon. Like, I was going to do something you know, Thursday night, but by the time I figured everything out, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait till Friday morning to get everything done. That kind of, we actually brought up something actually we were going to talk about anyhow, so I'll come back to this since I have it up on my phone, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, in the last year, I've bought three different recording devices. I don't know, I may have talked about it a little bit on here. Um, I bought a, uh, what is it, Zoom? Live Tracks. I think it's Zoom. I think that's the company. And live track eight, which I intended to use as a dual purpose for us to do the podcast, because it's kind of lo- I meant a little bit a little bit more for that, but also for us to record demos. Well, I found out, and apparently there is a patch for it. I've heard. I've not bothered to try and go and download it onto the system yet. But my problem was is when I would record one track, unlike most. Uh, digital recorders that I've used when you go play back through to record your second track you can still punch up the other track to hear and play along to uh, this thing does not have it now like I said now supposedly I've heard there is a patch for that that corrects it but basically you're trying to guess what you're playing along to on the other track now this thing is great if you want to like say record a band live or like if we start getting guests, when whenever we start getting guests again, we can have up to eight different people, and everybody has their own microphone and, and for a podcast recording session, and it's got different buttons. Like if we want to pre-program in our opening theme, 
I can just punch it up, which would save time later in editing, but not not a lot. Honestly, it's not a big deal, but it's got a lot of nice options, including if we want somebody to call into the podcast, I can plug my cell phone in to one of the tracks, and it will record. So, uh, you know, all these people I talked about before who... (coughs) live in different states or different part of the state or whatever, we could actually have them call in and do... I live in a different state. I'm in another state of mind. Yes. But, uh... So there, so that, I bought that. That thing was not cheap. It sat there. I tried to sell it at one point, but unfortunately, it's usually... It is a little more money than most people want to spend. And it didn't help. I also bought a road case for it, so when I brought it over here, I didn't worry about it getting beaten, so that was another $100 and some change. Hey! So... So I'll probably just keep that, and eventually we'll use it for the podcast, and I might even start recording. Once bands I know start playing out, I'll probably charge a fee for a service to do the recording and mastering for them and maybe get some of my money back that way. So go ahead. Fast forward since I figured out that wasn't going to work. Uh, All my friends told me by Focusrite, because I can plug in two instruments or however many, depending on what Focusrite Scarlet you buy, and then use Reaper or some other to edit it. So I did that, and I figured out how to use the Scarlet system fairly easily. There's a couple little bugs at first, but I figured it out. And I tried actually, and I did download Reaper because it's got a free trial for a while, or before, so you don't have to pay. And I actually tried using Audacity first since we use Audacity to edit this podcast. And for some reason, every time I tried to want to add on another track, it wanted to keep putting it on the end of the track. And I watched about six different YouTube videos and it still did not help. I still can't figure out why mine on my computer, because everybody else's, it immediately will go to another track. And I cannot figure out why on mine. So I gave up that because all my other friends were like, fucking ditch Audacity, just fucking use Reaper. So I used Reaper, and Reaper does work, but every time I need to try and do something different or try to figure out something, I have to go to YouTube to figure it out because it's not very intuitive, at least not for me, for the stuff I've used before. So I finally just gave up because it's, it's usually a hassle for me to get out my laptop and then plug in... The Focusrite system. Then get all my equipment out and plug that in and everything else. And I just, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going back to what I know. So I basically bought the Fostech MR8 system I had before that runs on Compact Flash because actually it did just a fine, a fine job without compromising any audio quality. I know how to use it. And there's still plenty of systems out there cheap enough that I could, could probably buy one or two and just put them away. And with that one finally dies or the buttons quit working, I just haul out another one. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's where I'm at. So it's a lot easier to record demos on it because I can just, I can leave it somewhere, leave the, most of the shit plugged in. It's not in the way that much. So that's where I'm at. So, yeah, three different well, recording systems. And- yeah. Well, once I figured out that uh, microphone I had, I can say it's, very, very good. It's it's professional. Like a lot of uh, streamers, like uh, Twitch streamers and things like that, use like um, like Yetis and things like that. And uh, well, that one friend of mine, uh, JP, that had uh, bro, you have a podcast. That's what he used for his a lot because 
he if he was just doing it by himself, he would set the setting so it was just focused like right in front of him. If he was having people over, then he'd have it do like the 360 kind of right setting. So, and the little videos I made for the interview, well, yeah, it 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 it, it sounded so good that when I played back and listened to it, I. I it took me over two hours to probably record 15 minutes worth of material because I kept going back and editing and, oh, I, since I was on video camera and a, a webcam real close to me, I put my fake teeth in and everything because <laughs> I'm an old man. I got some, I got some partials so, so you can not see the teeth or so you can see fake teeth and anyway. Yeah, it was. It, it it does a good job because, well, hell, musicians know it's almost like every mm -hmm. take you do is never good enough. I could have done this or I could have done that. And yeah. at what point do you just say it's fine, fine. let it go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Dan's recorded music with me. He's he's <clears throat> pretty much the one that always has to tell me, no, we are not redoing drum tracks. <laughs> just just leave it. it just leave fine. it. It was fine. <laughs> No problems with it. So yeah, so there's that. So yeah, I have lots of recording equipment now that I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Anyone yeah. listening on Punk F Punk Off Podcast can we will give you a, a special podcast discount. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> so like, if anybody wants to purchase it, you can let us know through. What's our, what's our email? Email. Uh, it's punkoffpodcasts at gmail .com. That easy. Or but, you can get a hold of us through the Podbean where you listen to this, or or, yeah. or, or shoot us shoot us messages. Uh, yeah, I don't know how well that works through Facebook because our because the way the Facebook page is set up. But it's, yeah, but anyway, but yeah, email works. Hashtag I, any rate at any rate. So going back, Eddie Kingston, John Moxley's. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. It's either Eddie something or something Guerrero. Yeah, but it's Kingston. Yeah, yeah, it took, yeah. yeah like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh yeah, that was. So yeah, I had to look that up. But um, oh, going back, Orange Cassidy. Okay, so there was a wall. Uh, every so often, they put up new matches that they've been sitting on for a while. And there was an Orange Cassidy match. I'm like, I hadn't seen that, and I don't remember who he was watch, who he was wrestling. Actually, I might be able to bring it up my history while I'm talking on YouTube. But you still playing on your phone? You still trying to leave me? I'm supposed to be the second man. I'm I'm comedy relief. <laughs> I'm not the one that's supposed to be leading this damn thing. While you play on your damn phone. Yeah, well, it's because I'm looking something up. But at any rate, hashtag. Um, it was at uh, Orange Cassidy and Leva Bates was also in the the card title. And I was like, huh? She must re well. She didn't wrestle. Orange Cassidy, and that's I'm trying to figure out who, who he ended up wrestling. But she came out because her big thing also, she's the librarian on AEW. Mm. But in the independent match, she was known more for doing cosplay, coming out looking like certain characters or whatever and whatnot. Because for those not in the know, uh, costume play is cosplay. Cosplay is. And you go to the Comic Con conventions and the and uh, you dress up like some anime character you barely know who it is and yeah so see now that now that uh, Borderlands three is a year old there's a lot of those people 
that we're just waiting for quarantines and 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 to stop and comic cons and things like that to open up there i've been seeing a lot of good uh characters from the new game yeah here's a like a siren amara with six arms or whatever and then there's the destroyer who's got her own mech tank okay. mose that that's her special abilities that control uh you know a mech tank or whatever and a lot of people coming out with uh you know I won't say it. I might. This might sound misogynistic, but a lot of them that do that are women, mm -hmm. and I happen to enjoy women. And this pertains to my interest when I see <laughs> when I, I see understand. attractive women doing interesting things. Does that make me bad? Uh, I guess it depends on who you talk to. So it looks are like. You gonna, are you going to cancel me out? Are you going to put Pop Pop Podcast okay. on the Me Too movement? Let's hope not. Because I admit to being attracted to women. So it was uh, Orange Cassidy versus Peter Avalon, who was also on AEW. He's, I think he's pretty Peter Avalon. On, he hangs out with the Hollywood hunk. Uh, I just forgot his name. Who's Dolph Ziggler's brother. And he does. The Rude Awakening. That's his finishing move. Oh, no. That's what he calls it. Oh, no. He attributed it directly as, it is, this is Rick Rude's move, and I'm doing it. And, but, yeah, Leva Bates came out dressed as Orange Cassidy in her cosplay. And it was one of the most spot-on and hilarious things I've seen in a very long time. So, I mean, she had it fucking down. Even the whole half-limp thumb... And the hands in the pockets. It was it was awesome. So I highly recommend that. It is. Let's see. I'm trying to see what wrestling organization it is. Put a link to it. My links Re never seem to work in the Podbean thing for some reason. I quit. It worked for a long time, and I tried a couple times, and it doesn't. But it. The title says free match: Peter Avalon versus Orange Cassidy backslash Love Bates. So if you put in enough of those, it should come right up. And the video quality on it is not the greatest I've seen. Oh, here we go. Is it a is it a phone? Is it is it in horizontal or in vertical? No, mode? it's 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 used with cameras, but it's like that something got lost in transfers. You know how sometimes if you're streaming something, and it's just a little fuzzy when you watch it because it's like it hasn't loaded properly, or something's not working fast enough. That's kind of what it's like. It's like you can still see it, but it's not super crisp, crisp detail. Kind of like watching yeah, TV usually, in, in the usually, early 90s. Usually, usually happens when you try and... Uh, do too you know, many things at once? Do too many things at once, or when, uh, like, upscale the video, move it from, uh, like, 480 to 720 or something That's like that. That's why I wonder if that isn't what happened, honestly, but... Or when you move it from 720 to 1080, you know, you know, anybody that's done any kind of video editing knows what we're talking about, or picture editing, or, you know. Which is another sort of subject we're talking about recording. Anybody in the video, graphic arts. Video editing. I want to start video editing again, but I really don't want to learn anything new. Yeah, that's not my problem. Because I think the last thing uh, you hooked me up with was, was Avid, actually, which was great, but I think that computer crapped not long after... And you had to do a bunch of special shit to get that to work on Windows 10. 
play with the registry and things like that. Whatever you gave me first, I, don't, I it was, was it was like a free Nero. It was Nero. That worked, brother Nero. Nero worked so well because it, it, you you can be kind of a dumbass and you can have excellent looking videos as long yeah, as it worked, worked, worked for this dumbass. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was talking I concur. about me, of course, not that one. Yes, yeah, he was, but I also concur because this dumbass, uh, you know, I I know how to shoot very well. So I know how to set up a shot. It looked, I have some very excellent looking videos out there that I used using Nero, and it wasn't a lot of hassle, and it was fucking awesome. So I'm trying to use other shit later. It was just frustrating, and I just kind of gave up after a while. So, well, I'm an old man. I can't help it. Well, I'm a middle aged man. Correction. So when I was when I was playing, there's a certain amount of things I don't want to learn anymore. With with the horror band last year and stuff like that, I had a bunch of video. But the software I was using didn't like that it recorded in uh, Dolby, and Dolby is uh, like a licensed audio in Dublin. And so I had to wet, I had to go and uh, get the Sony Vegas. Okay. So that's what I've been using lately, and it works. It works well. It's got about the same features. Mm-hmm. The Avid, 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 Avid does. I think it's Avid, but when I say because Avid, it's, I know it's even updated for newer formats and Avid works well, but you really do have to kind of be a film student to be able to use it well. What was I trying to use? It was because I know it was like an, it was an Apple. It was like an uh, like Adobe, mm. like mm. video, mm-hmm. whatever it was. That yeah, was another one I had at one point. Was Adobe? Adobe. Somewhere. That that is the one that did not like. Adobe don't like Dolby. Yeah, <laughs> this is Adobe. Perhaps uh, recorded it in Dublin. But of course, every time I say that, I can only think of Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. I gotta say, Adobe. Adobe. Can everybody say that? Adobe. What did they, What did they make the the Alamo's basement out of? Adobe. There's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> So, so where was this rant leading to? Uh, I don't know because we, we was we, we was talking about wrestling was for the most Eddie part. Guerrero Kingston, Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston, and well, I was just mainly trying to bring up people, Moxley and people that were in this independent Cassidy. wrestling circuit thing that I watch on. So, and yeah, I also have this habit now of uh, when I hear somebody talk about because on this in this league. You know, certain leagues have, well, like ECW. ECW started a whole, holy shit, holy shit kind of chant. They were the first. I thought as far as the, I ones, know. the ones that did the throwing chairs into the ring. Well, that was them too. Oh, okay. I keep bumping the mic. Um, but they uh, started one, and he goes, this match is scheduled for one fall. and then the One cr- fall. Yes. So... Now I notice I just automatically do that whenever I hear it anywhere, whether it's whether it's wrestling or boxing. It's <laughs> boxing. It reminds me, you ever wonder what are those cameo videos where you can go online and get like some kind of uh, like word up cameo? No, that's 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 the call word. Uh, oh. The other the other one, it's the video service where you can pay to have somebody famous record. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like personalized. Yeah. 
you know, like a happy birthday or yeah. some introduction or something like that. Yeah. That guy, what's his name? Uh, Teller. The, it's, 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 I think it's like Michael Teller. He's the guy that does the actual oh. in-ring, like the boxing introductions. Was he the same guy that used to do work for WCW part-time too? Or? Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, but... I think his only name was. But he's one. got he's got his whole spiel like for the boxing matches. That's copyrighted, and and, yeah. if, and if you want the guy to say something to you in that voice, you know it's pretty cheap. But if you want him to say the call sign, you know if you want him to go through the whole yeah. in this corner, you know well, that, 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 that that costs extra. Yeah, because he yeah if I remember he used to do the WCW pay per views mostly, but he would do the the uh, ring the uh, or the. Introduction, ring announcement, I guess, would be the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, how did his spiel go? Because the uh, D-Generation X... Uh, Copied New Age Outlaws kind of, yeah, kind of did their own version of it. I remember theirs really well, for some reason. Yes, we opened the last podcast yeah. with it. Or was it the one before? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... D Generation X proudly presents to you. So we've talked a lot about wrestling, a little bit about video games. I mean, I tried throwing that in there with the whole yeah, okay. yeah, arcade, whole video game wrestling crossover yeah. moves, and and uh, Asaka, Asuka, 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 Asuka. It looks like it should be Asuka, but yeah, it's Asuka. Yeah, from WWE, she did a lot of motion capture, like a lot of moves for that Virtua Fighter game I was talking about. Oh, okay. So, yeah, she's really been wrestling. Once you do like some background on her, she didn't wrestle in a really long time. And somehow, trying to talk about video games, it still turns into wrestling. Yeah, sorry, that's wrestling. <laughs> that was me because I brought the name up. That is true. See, I take I take full responsibility. Actually, yeah, we can talk about because I've been actually not. I've been focusing more on older systems again. I've been going back. Uh, I've been rewatching a lot of YouTube stuff where they go over the uh, oh, like great games for the Sega Genesis and stuff like that, and it's just seeing what there is I missed. I have discovered there are some games like Earthworm Jim. I have better memories of that than actually really playing it, because I did buy Earthworm Jim and try playing again, and that fucker is so frustrating to try and get through. I mean, because they have you don't you don't realize it until you go back and play some of those games. A lot of games have today kind of been I wouldn't say dumbed down, but they're on a different level as far as the way the game was played. Felt the same way with. Uh... Crash Bandicoot. Like, I remember, like, the original one from the Sega and just having a blast with it. Then I get, like, the remaster for PlayStation. It's got Bandicoot 1, 2, and 3, and you can do it. It's like, yeah, I kind of remembered one. That was fun, but there was a lot of shit I didn't complete. And I could barely even, you know, figure out two or three because everything's... I don't know. It's more open world, more 3D everything instead of just like scro side scrolling and, and doing your thing. Yeah. So there are some other titles I want to retry, like the Shinobi series. I want to try those again, see if 
That was my game back in the day. Shinobi. Shinobi. So, there are some I still, I've discovered I still enjoy. There are a bunch of the Mario... There, I've discovered there are a bunch of Mario games I've never played. Oh, there's a ton of them. Because I played the first one, and I kind of suck at the <clears> first one again. But I know it's one of those I put time back about, into it. You're talking about Mario Kart? Mario Golf? Mario... All oh, the other Pinball, one. Mario... The other ones. The other... There's like, oh, like Super Mario... Six Super Mario games? Something? Seven of them? Yeah, and there's... Because I bought one that was for the Super Nintendo... That's got like four different Super Mario games on it, including the original. Then it had Super Mario 2 or whatever. And I think it's got Dr. Mario on it, which is just their version of Tetris. Yes. And then uh, there's another one on it. And I was like, wow, there I've missed some of these. So so I played some of those. Um, I still love Mutant League Hockey. That is still one of my favorites. A lot of people can't stand it, but I don't know. It, to me, it's it's a fun hockey game without with just enough technical stuff in it without being overloaded by it and the fact that you can also punch your opponent until he becomes a pile of bones or a head on a hockey stick is fun for me so <laughs> and the fact that most of the characters when they speak just go yeah yeah it reminds me of the old school it was uh super dodgeball that was on, oh, I remember you talking about that. Nintendo. I looked that up. That is actually going for kind of a premium anymore. I don't know. It was, it was $5 on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. But to, probably to get the original one for the Nintendo. Yeah. Because that's what's great. I got that Retron, which plays most stuff pretty well. There are some Nintendo, like original Nintendo cartridges it does not like. But for the most part, everything else plays pretty well on it. So, um, yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I also have a SNK multi-pack that I've been, I bought not that long ago that I've been trying to play on the PlayStation 2 that has, like, uh, like Art of Fighting 1 through 3, um, 1942 and 1943. The thing is, we, we had a... Uh, we had a TV debacle. A debacle? Last week. That's a quality scrabble word. Yeah. We've got a TV that sits on top of a freezer in our kitchen. And I've always kind of noticed that just where the feet are, you got to kind of keep an eye on it when you open and close it, because otherwise it, it just works its way towards the edge. And I've told my, told my wife about it. And last... Was it wasn't this last Friday. It would have been two, week, two weeks ago Friday now. I don't know. She yanks open the door, and it goes wham, falls off, hits the metal frame chair right on the screen. And I see it as soon as it hits. I'm like, that thing's toast. And, yeah, she applies trucking it in, tries to plug it in, and it is just cracked. Just super cracked up here, and just it goes smaller as it goes down. And She's like, is this still usable? I'm like, no. I'm like, it's, it's toast. So, so uh, long story short, I had to move until we bought a new one the TV we have in the bedroom out back out to the kitchen and when I moved the kit, the kitchen TV or the TV we had in the bedroom from the kitchen back into the bedroom I hooked everything back up now I have no sound again on my PlayStation 2 which was a problem I had before and now I don't remember what I did to fix it because the TV we have in there it's not all HDMI plus also with it being PlayStation 2 I have to use a converter box yes. for the HDMI to AV cables. 
that uses its own power, and I think that's where in the problem lies is somewhere in there, but I don't remember what the hell I did last time to fix it. So, Cause I, went to, I went to go play Art of Fighting last night. shook it and slapped it a couple times. I tried that. It didn't Kick work. it like Fonzie. Yeah. Have you tried turning it off and then back on? Oh, okay. I'll try that. I'll do that next. So, but, uh... Which is one of the steps I tried using to get my microphone to work that did not. <laughs> That's always a step. Did not fix point. it. But yeah, so I, I was kind of I was not I was not happy last night when I went to go play Art of Fighting and there was there was no sound at all because everything else works. There's not much art There's, to it. Because we got a VCR that's an old VCR that's actually hooked up to it that I still use to watch stuff on every so often that we don't have on DVD or anything. And sound on that works just fine, and sound on our Roku works just fine, so... I don't know. I just... I, I'm not having a piss with it. I've, I've worked on shit so much this week. I just don't even feel like messing with it. I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. It's just kind of a bummer, so... Well, I know what you mean. Uh, oh, here's something. Family usually go... It was, it was the in-laws' 50th anniversary... They got like a yearly thing they do, go up to northern Michigan. Oh, yeah, that's right. By, okay. by, by Gaylord, Michigan. It's about, I don't know, probably a half hour away from the That's the unit I've known each other this bridge. long, that, that long enough now that I remember that, yes, this is actually a thing for your family. Sorry, go ahead. Well, long story short, it was their anniversary, and they rented out a, a shit ton of condos right next to each other so most of the family could go up there and... Yeah, you know, they go out in the woods and hunt for morel mushrooms, and you know it's a pretty good time. Whether you, well, I didn't bring the right clothes. I it ended up being wet, forty degrees, trouncing around in the woods. It's like I had to, I had to do something. You know, I'm up there. I'm, I'm just up there for a week, sponging off of them. You know, if I'm not gonna hang out in the woods with everybody, I got to do something. So I turned into like I, I babysat or helped with the wife or helped with some other people that mm. stayed back but one of the things was there's like 16 17 people there and i i cooked uh i cooked a supper for everybody and a breakfast for everybody okay. and it's like it's a big difference i was like before like when i was bashed i'd make enough for two people you know for dinner now and for some leftovers then when I got married, there was like four of us. Then there was six of us. <laughs> and now going up there, there's like 16, 17 people. So I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to get everything done for everybody. Well, long story short, had uh, tacos one night. I made, I, I got just enough to eat tortillas and just enough meat to make everybody happy. Then one morning I made biscuits and gravy for, you know, not out of a can, damn it. I made the gravy from scratch, the way a good American does. It, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting experience, like, trying to double everything and figuring out how you're going to feed everybody. Yeah. But everybody liked it. Yeah. My... And three pounds, I, like, uh... Like two pounds of regular hamburger for regular tacos, and I had like three pounds of stew meat that I made like uh, 
like a guisada, like spicy gravy and steak, you know, you can load that and for a different kind of like a steak taco mm. and okay. had all the, had all the sides, you know. Yeah, we ended up uh, not doing much beans, that weekend. Cause refried beans, made some my, of them. Well, I ended up with a sinus infection, so. Because yeah, originally we were talking about maybe having friends and family over, and then we got narrowed down to family, and then once she figured out she had a sinus infection, which oddly enough was about a week after she quit wearing her mask to work. Yeah. Which is, that's a whole thing now everywhere. I'm not going to try to get into politics too much, but, you know. Not me neither, but. But, you know, Michigan was one of the states that had the biggest fight against actually having masks mandated. And I noticed when we was up there a couple weeks ago, you know, it was about half and half, you know, people yeah. were out, out in public. And, For me, it's it's kind and, of... And then, then the government er, allowed us... You know what I mean, but then they came out and said, okay, it's safe to, uh, you know, if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. If you got your vaccine, you can skip the mask. And Well, here's the thing, though. You know, the people that haven't been vaccinated still are not going to bother to wear their mask because they were the ones that were hollering about how unfair everything was before and and all that. So I do it on a situational basis anymore. I, I agree. Like I said, I'm not getting into the politics of all that, but there's, I, I was there's noticing been... that... There was without it up in Michigan, and now down here in Ohio, it's starting to gradually go to. I will say, since I've worn them, because usually every year I get some sort of terrible sinus infection, this is the first year I didn't get it at all. Nothing, because usually I get some sort. I got to go to a doctor and get antibiotics and everything, and I not once, so this year. So, usually it's every year, so... I will say there is some merit to the mask, despite what, so. But yeah, now I'm kind of just, it depends on situation, where I'm at, how many people, if my indoors or outdoors. I'll usually have one. I don't always wear it. It just kind of depends. So, there's the other part of me that, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I should wear one. I don't want to look like a Republican. Oh! That's, that's just jokes. That's just jokes. Take it easy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because we know only Republicans participate in gun ownership. Yes. That's the narrative, and, you know, both of us down here in the basement are proud owners, so, so, oh, oh does that mean? Allegedly. That means we're Republicans? Yes. Yeah, and well, we can still be independents, and that's I think with that's kind of a lot of the problem with this country anyhow is it's very much it's it's a us or them us versus them kind of thing and it's not really it does not have to be that way who's your football team I don't have one well the other team sucks <laughs> see I love fucking people up with that too because uh, yeah I go what do you mean you don't watch football I just don't Everybody yeah 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 what? Okay. You watch. You watch. Oh fuck! I just realized I really shouldn't have said that. But you watch. You watch. You watch the. I'm gonna have to edit that out now. <laughs> you watch the. You watch the Super Bowl last night? No. What do you mean? Everybody watched it. Rating says that there was 90 million people. That's 
a quarter of the people in the country. You're the minority, not me, buddy. Don't make me feel bad for not watching it. I should be making you feel bad for watching because you're the minority. I was looking at the timestamp, but I couldn't see it. So, what's the timestamp look like? I didn't. I didn't really look. I couldn't get a good enough look. I wish I just know about where I need to go back and put in a sound over, over that one part, either like a duck quacking or some other. Well, you might as well just edit all this out because I could, but I just need to know about where I'm gonna be at that one. What? I'll probably do both, so. Your name is Dan Seahawk. You should at least like the Seahawks. My name is Dan Cowboy. Do you ride on a steel horse? Steel horse I ride. Okay. Because I wanted dead or alive. So, well, at least I got some bits to go by now. That when I'm listening, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to go back from here. And so, okay, that's the first slip up I've done of that since I think the entire time we've done the hey, podcast. Could be. could be. Not one other time. Ah, fuck. Oh well, we got too casual, I guess. So that, and I'm sitting here. I've got other stuff in my head, but it's stuff I want to talk to you about after the podcast is over because I don't want the recorded version of it out there in the ethers. Out in the ethos. You'll have to bleep that too. Nah. Nah. So, uh, I am going to read real quick a little bit Dan's going to do every so often called Dan's Marketplace where Dan tries to sell stuff on either eBay or Facebook and I get really ridiculous messages <clears throat> sometimes that you just want to bang your head against the wall. So, I had a uh, an extra mower push more I was trying to sell and I had if I'd have known I'd have picked it up because I need one at this house so I don't keep picking up like carrying my lawnmower from fuck, house I wish to I'd house. have known that that would have been a lot easier I didn't realize that Chris fuck <laughs> at any rate hashtag <laughs> so I sold it and it, it's a good mower it had a Honda engine on in it which basically if you don't know especially for mowers means as long as you do the service on it that damn thing will run forever I would have kept it if I would have had room at my place but I just don't I don't have enough room for two push mowers and a lawnmower and everything else that's in my fucking shed. Snowblower, fucking ladders. Fucking, we say fucking extra siding from the house in case it gets blown off in a windstorm. It ball matches. At any rate, hashtag. So yeah, I tried selling this mower and I put 50 bucks on it, which was, I knew it was a good price, but I also wanted it, I just wanted it gone. I didn't want to sit on it for a couple weeks. So I had all sorts of people, and actually the guy... Which, which would have been hard, because it's a push mower, not a riding mower. So it would have been hard to sit on it, regardless. Yes. Regardless, yes. So I did have a guy that uh, basically he was using it for his campsite. And he was it was easy with him. He paid me cash. He didn't heckle over the price or anything. Boom. But I had one guy, uh, you know, is this still available? Sent back. Yes, it is. And he sent back, is it self-propelled? And before I could even answer, he's like, would you take $35? I was asking $50 for this. $50 for a perfectly functioning push mower that has still has the bagger and both side chutes on it. The, you know, mulcher chute or the side exit chute. Still runs. First pull every time. So if I take $35, he lives. I live here in Fostoria. You could drop it off. I love that. And by the drive-through, so 
I don't want to completely out the guy, so at least I'm not going to. And uh, then he put a thumbs up afterwards, like, yeah, that's good. And I put, no, and considering the amount of people who have contacted me, I'm firm at $50. So then he sent back, I can do $50 if you can drop it off to me. I'm free all day. And then he also replied, but you have the bagger and all that also, right? And by this time, I had actually sold it, and the guy that bought it was gone. And so I replied, sorry, I just sold it five minutes ago. So, but yes, apparently I was supposed to not give him a good deal, but also deliver it to his ass. Yeah. Which, honestly, I could have done, because I have a truck, but I just was like, fuck that. I, it's $50. If you can't find a way to get out here and get it, then... So, yeah. That was the worst worst one I had for that. I had several others that were close, but he was the worst. So, but yeah, it's just... Although anybody that deals on Marketplace any amount of time always has someone that's like just uber difficult and wanting. Yeah, because I had plenty of people trying to lowball me right off the. Well, I'll give you $25 to get rid of it. I'm like, I just talked to 10 other people. I'm firm at 50. If you want it, it's $50. Oh, okay. I will trade you a carburetor from a 1957 Volkswagen and six used spark plugs. I don't take trades. <laughs> Cash. I had the same problem when I was trying to sell my car. People trying to offer me the most ridiculous stuff for trade. That was... Cause... And my sister. <laughs> you can, okay, you can have the carburetors. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can, you can... Yeah, yeah she's not worth that much. Uh, <laughs> a carburetor, spark plugs, and my mom. You can rent her out for the night. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was my little thing. Yeah, I had one before when I sold my car, the, the dude. And I, I know his family, and that's what made it even worse because they're kind of two hugs. But when I was selling that Civic I had, he wanted... Now, you were in a car. It looked pretty good. And it, considering it was 20 years old, well, by the time I sold it, almost... It was almost... Yeah. God, it really was almost... I was 18. It was about 18 years old. So, yeah, close enough. When I sold it. Legal, it was it was old enough to go to war, but not old enough to drink. Drink, exactly. It could go buy cigarettes, but not beer. So, uh, the car was just getting a, in a tiny little bubble of rust that was starting by the rear fender. And I let everybody know that because it was at a point where I was just tired of throwing money at it. And But if somebody else bought it, they could, you know, get the body to work on. And it went. But I was just, I, I hurt my back, so... But it only had uh, 80,000 miles on it when I sold it, and it was 18 years old. So, actually, it still wasn't even at 80,000 miles yet when I sold it. So, but I had some kid that wanted me, I got a 1979 uh, half-ton Chevy 4x4 that's got 415,000 miles on it, and the bed's rotted out. You want to trade? No. Our shirts four wheel drive. I I have a four wheel drive. I don't need one that's rotted out and got that many miles on it. Thanks. That's not a deal. Deal or no deal. So yeah. So yeah. That was that marketplace. That's always fun. To... So let's see. Trying to think what all else has been going on as far as music. Um, 
Uh, music. See. I'm trying to think if, if there's any in our friends. Uh, let's see. I see three quarter tank has been doing some recording, but I don't know if they're recording just old for breed. fun. Yeah, old breed. I was going to get to that. They have a. Uh, I was just trying to help you. I was trying to steer you in that direction. Thank you. Old breed. Yes, they put out a new album that just came out this weekend, and uh, we'll be sampling. I'm not sure which track, but there will be a sample track as the outro on this podcast. Um, I actually, I have not. Oh, I, I I cleaned up my studio a little bit where we are recording this right now. Put my drums together, but I have not played like I should be. I've not played in in a couple months actually. I've been going, I've been playing a little bit, but not nowhere near as much as what I should have be. And I've been writing more than anything else. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I just say it's weird because I was having some uh, medical. Issues like physical issues with like my tendons and, and mm. arthritis and things like that. And if I, if I don't keep playing for a long time, I, I tense back up or yeah. my body gets decrepit and atrophies. And so That's, I got to stay, I got to keep playing. I got to stay loose so I don't yeah. hurt, injure myself after playing. It's kind of been part of my problem is the job I'm doing now, it's, it's, it's not hard, but there are physical parts to it, and there are some parts where I'm doing a lot of bending over, picking up stuff. So there are some nights when I come home, my back is just screaming. So the last thing I feel like doing is bend trying to and pick, bend and pick. Last thing I feel like doing is trying to hold a guitar and just play anything, because also usually one of my hands is just usually my right hand is just it's. I, uh, let's say I, I know I have the onset of carpal tunnel and or arthritis coming down the road. So, but I have been trying to... Oh, that least... reminds me of a funny story. Let me just finish this and then... Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I have been trying <laughs> to pick up the bass a little bit more and trying to pick up the guitar a little bit more. So at least I'm getting a little more used to, because I know coming up we want to start working on material again. <clears throat> For... Sacred Cows, which actually is a, a conversation you and I need to have off mic about some stuff about Sacred Cows. We will come back to and, and maybe eventually it'll get announced on podcast. And uh, some side project bands I want to do. But, uh, yeah, okay, so your story, sorry. Forgot it already. No, you was uh, talking about Carpal Tunnel and uh, uh, for a while that guy's having uh wrist issues and elbow issues and it almost seemed like everything was interconnected and not quite working right and I went to uh, different doctors and they keep kept escalating me to okay well it's not like like physical therapy well physical therapy and stretching exercises pretty much helped and fixed everything doing some yoga shit but but uh Anyway, one of the tests they had me do, it was for carpal tunnel. And to do this test is what they do is they take electrodes and put them like different parts of your hand and around your wrist. Yeah. And then other electrodes and put them up around your elbow. They hook you up to a machine, like to a computer, and they give you, they give you electronic zaps. I mean, they shock you. And the computer can map out... Like everything that your 
your nerves and everything in your arms. It maps out like how fast they're if they're working right. You know if there's mm-hmm. you know they can tell if there's an issue somewhere. And I didn't have any of that, but the electric shocks it it, it makes your hand twitch. I mean, yeah. there's 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 no other way of doing it. I mean, they shock your arm. You're gonna you're gonna your hands flat. You're gonna automatically like tense up and make a fist and grab. I mean. When you get zapped in the arm, you start your hand starts grabbing. And I had this, she was a nice lady, but she's an older lady that has been doing these testing for a long time. I think I know where this story is going. And I, have, I have a follow-up story, but go she ahead. She had very, very large old lady, old lady saggy breasts. And they were nice, actually. I, I won't lie, but... <laughs> But the thing is, she'd always be leaning over to hit the buttons on the on the machine, uh-huh. and it would make my hand tense up and grab. Yeah. And she was four or five times she was doing that, and it made me grab her boob. It's like I'm not trying to do this. It's like oh, it's 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 just part of it, you know. She she had set me up as her sex slave to forcibly be grabbing <laughs> on her. There, there's no other way to put it. I mean, she could have she could have moved around to one position to it, do it to another position. No, she was always leaning over. It does where my kind hand of make was. you wonder, at least to some extent, if yeah, she didn't at least mind a little bit because she kept doing it. Yeah, she knew what the problem was. She's done this before, but yeah. no, I don't think I was the first one too. I think secretly, secret. Well, it's not a secret anymore. I'm telling everybody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back when. Uh, I fractured my elbow. I had to go for physical therapy. And I had three different people that were in charge of... The, well, the one woman was the one technically who was supposed to be writing and mapping out my physical therapy for to get my arm back in shape. So, and I, I didn't know her real well, but I knew her from around town. She worked at another job before. She's a physical therapist that I knew. She's one of them round-the-way girls. I think, well, if, once we get off here, because I don't want to say her name on here. I don't want to out her or anything. Else. Uh, I think you know who she is as well. Once we get off mic, I'll tell you. But uh, She is attractive, <laughs> and she is not... She's right around my age, roughly. I think she's a couple years younger. It's not a lot. So, But she was doing the physical therapy one day and it was much like you said one of those things where they were testing something on, she was testing something on my arm and it has the tendency to flinch and where she was is basically about the same thing when my arm reacted it just went up and my hand just kind of grabbed boob and brushed nipple and I'll you know I'm like I'll, you know I'm like they gave the oh fuck I'm sorry look and she just kind of smiled and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're cool, but I didn't mean to do that, but I'm not going to lie, it wasn't that terrible neither for me, but, you know. So, but I was kind of like, well, she do, does this all the time. She kind of had to know that was probably going to happen if, so, I don't know. So, yeah, that's my story. It was, yours is, yeah, at least <laughs> with mine, she didn't do it four or five times more. And I'm glad it was at least her and not the guy who... When she wasn't usually doing well, it. If a guy was doing it, would he like, adjust his crotch, crotch just in the right place <laughs> to make you... Please, no. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't help. He was like, you could tell he used to be some sort of big deal ex-jock on a football team. 
He was one of those. He wasn't a cop? No, he wasn't a cop. He was a jock. He, you tell you, he used to be a jock, and now he's a physical therapist. And he was okay, but he would be kind of a dick about things. He's like, well, I see she's got you down to do 15. Why don't we try 30? <laughs> yeah, one of those. And uh, my arm's sitting there just about dead Come while I'm about 26. I'm like, Come on, you can do 10 more. I'm like, Oh, fuck. Great, one of these. So. I was glad when I saw the days that I had her instead. Because I had three of them. I had the original one who, yes, I grabbed her breast and nipple. Uh, the, the guy who was ex-football. And then uh, another woman who looked like she should have been a very mild-mannered school teacher. A school marm? Kind of, yeah. Marm? Yeah. There's a word that's not being used enough, enough. nowadays. Right? Yeah, that is. Even, I think even bee's knees gets used more than marm anymore. So now I just have Dixie Lane jazz going through my head. So yeah, that that was my story to go with yours. Um, I'm trying to think what else I was going to talk about music was. Oh yeah, I have discovered a new genre that I might start working on some music on the side a little bit. Uh, basically, it's known as murder folk. Murder folk. Yes. Uh, like Amigo, the Devil, uh, Bridge City Centers, where they'll use some banjo, acoustic guitar. It's kind of like... And talk about murder and folk. Kind of. Well, if you think about it, a lot of original Appalachian music is kind of dark, and usually there's murder involved anyhow. So, but yeah, it's kind of like if you take folk punk and just kind of rearrange it a little bit. So, I've been really getting into a lot of that lately. Another band, uh, the T. John Street Street Thieves. There's another it's two guys. They're pretty good. So, I've been getting into a lot of that here recently. But I've still been going... And discovering other stuff uh like one recently was a hardcore band that everyone's like oh you need to check them out they're a newer hardcore band uh called knock loose and there was one called uh knock worst yeah knock worst no knocked loose oh. and they have one song called counting worms i think but it's also known as the arf arf song <laughs> all right because there's they do a little guitar a little do, 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 do intro at the beginning and then the vocalist goes arf arf and then the riff kicks in jun, 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 jun. it is kind of cool so so yeah i've been discovering that recently so that's a lot of what i've been doing with my downtime while i'm trying to get my back to heal with uh either heat or ice on it and so yeah that's the one thing i'll say about this this job i've been working it's either going to help me well i've been losing this was this is what sucks i've been losing weight but it's not in my gut it's all been right around my waist and i really need the fucking gut to go away so because i don't have a hardly any ass anyhow and i can't really afford to lose any more ass but what you got so it works oh believe <laughs> me it works so but the gut needs to go away because yeah i keep tightening every week i keep tightening and punching more holes in my belt but the gut's not going away. That's still the problem. So, but also, yeah, with my back, I've discovered it's this job is either going to help me or it's going to kill me. It's going to do one of the two. What if it's what if it helps you by killing you? Then it's over, I guess. Turn off the TV. Music's over. Turn out the lights. Whatever. So, but yeah, there's that. Like I said. Um. I guess that's about all I've got. I know I had some more stories, but I can't remember. Oh, I went to the uh, 
Tiffin Flea Market. Was your opening already? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carter was open, and I'm like, you know what, I want to go outside and do something. And she was the same way, so that was good middle ground. We're like, you know what, if it gets too nuts, we'll just leave. It doesn't cost us anything if there's too many people. And, and everyone was pretty decent as far as keeping distance. It wasn't too bad. So, but I went into the one, what they call the garage sale building. And uh, there was one guy there. I looked and I'm like, holy shit, this guy has a bunch of like hardcore and metal records and CDs and seven inches and t-shirts. So I ended up buying like two CDs and a seven inch off of him, if I remember right. But uh, this, I'm sure I'm probably the only money he probably made that day. <laughs> although, although that did somebody, but I see somebody buy a t-shirt off of me. But yeah, I was like really out of place for, for Tiffin. I kind of wanted to ask him. I'm like, are you, are you local? Did you come from out of town? Because I've made money off my seven inches before. Oh, rim shot. Well, of course I had to do it twice. Twice. But, but still, I've, I've, I've made money. Yeah. As the train comes to a screeching halt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of, kind of interesting. Because I also... It helped. I had my Murphy's Law shirt on because I came walking up. And he's like, "Hey, man, nice shirt." I'm like, "Thanks." I'm like, "You got some pretty good stuff here." He's like, "Thanks." So, and uh, honestly, I probably could have spent more money on some stuff, but yeah. Oh yeah, one of the flag, one of the CDs I get was uh, "Under One Flag," who was a Columbus hardcore band, which I have some of their other stuff in my collection somewhere. So I just thought I'd just throw that out there just for. I always try to keep it Ohio based when I can. You talking about? salesman stuff like that that happened to me just the other day like i said when i was uh need a microphone i didn't have i had to do an interview right away i didn't have time to go on amazon and do a next Wait. next day or two three day not like that that reminds me of something else but go ahead so i had i i went over to the local best buy <laughs> yes and when i was there i was wearing a, a green Les Claypool shirt from that he said he sells for all of his uh, side bands, you know. It wasn't a Primus shirt, it was a yeah. Les Claypool shirt. And it's really cute. She had to be at the local college. Actually, I think I know who you're talking about because I've been in there she, recently. She, go had ahead. Some, she had some tattoos and everything. Mm -hmm. And she's, oh, she goes, oh, I like your shirt. And, you know, I'm so old and out of it. I didn't want to act like some kind of uh, creeper, like, because. I'm I'm married. I got kids. I ain't gonna be trying to get with, and even 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 if I was gonna try and get with her, I don't think while she's captured at Best Buy would be the best place to uh, start hitting on her. But she's like, oh, captured at Best Buy. Oh, oh, I like your shirt, and all I could say back was, no, oh, I, I I like yours too. You know, she was wearing like the blue uniform to show that she worked there. It's like, <laughs> what else am I gonna say? She she kind of laughed, so I guess that's uh, I don't know. I, I still have the power. I just try not to use it. <laughs> no, I just got CNC Music Factories. I've got the power going through my head. And all I've got going through my head is like all the old karate movies where it's like the bet is. Know when not to use it is just as important as when to use it. Mm -hmm. You gotta know when to hold them. When to fold them. When to and them. when to walk away. It's also. You also uh, need to know when to run. 
We should probably just end the podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, we're stretching <laughs> out. <laughs> arf, arf! Shut up!